What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose. And we're not even after a post game today. We're just talking because after this weekend and the Chicago Bulls two straight losses to move three and seven within their last 10, we're just like, you know what, man? Fuck it. We're not going to talk a post game. We're just going to talk ball. We're going to talk Bulls basketball. If anybody wants to hop into the comment section, shit, if you're feeling froggy enough, to want to hop in on the podcast, just let us know. Maybe we'll send you a, a link if it works out. But um, Goose, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into my whole little spiel here. But there, it's a jam packed episode of a lot of stuff to talk about, which is confidence in the team, crazy news around the NBA, and where the hell we go from here. But before we do that, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for our Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Goose on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, if you have the time, please go to the YouTube, on Tap Sportsnet YouTube channel. Subscribe to our channel. Hit the little bell. Anytime we go live, you'll be notified. And we are presented by Sports Illustrated Media Group. I always forget to say that. Goose, how are you feeling after this shit, man? Somewhat relieved in a, in a very weird way. I feel like I can stop tricking myself now. Uh, that we have a chance of making the play-in and then also tricking myself that that's a good thing, that that's something as a fan that I should be wanting to root for um, and not just ultimately rooting for what we're watching, which is complete catastrophe that might actually result in some potentially better odds at getting a player that maybe does fix a lot of what's going on and and does make me smile again because right now – I like what Michael said in the comment. I think that would be a good point to start with. And Absolutely. Vooch, Vooch said they're done. That if this was 30 games ago, maybe this would be a valid question of whether they could turn it around or not. But at this point, the guy that's soon to be an unrestricted free agent in about 15 games just said, eh, we're done. Yeah. Um, which yeah. tells you what the feeling in the locker room is. And I don't know what is the cause of that feeling because Zach has been playing great. So maybe Zach's walking around with his head in the clouds, oblivious to the fact that maybe his teammates aren't fond of his style, but Zach was also in the media throwing jabs at DeMar and Vooch saying we're a team that doesn't shoot enough threes. It's hard to win games. Even if you're extremely efficient, if you're only taking two pointers, pretty much pointing out that outside of him and Patrick Williams, there's nobody on this team that shoots threes. Basic math. Three is more than two. You could shoot 66% from two point, but if you're outshot by 
12 to 15 yeah. three-pointers yeah. a night, you're probably going to lose. Exactly. And, and it, it exactly sucks. I mean, that's not that's the basketball we grew up on, but that's what it is today, right? That is what it is today. And unfortunately, I think you only have three guys that really fit that mold, and that's Zach, Kobe, and Pat. Uh, and Pat, his volume doesn't even speak to that because Pat's lack of volume is part of our problem. Yeah, and, and there's a couple times where I was calling for him, to, especially on in Friday night's loss. Um, when he wasn't in closing the game there, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, we need to come back. You need your best three-point shooter. And he is at this point. I've talked shit on Pat. I, I'll admit it right here. But if you want to win, why why aren't you – is he getting cooked so bad on the other end that it doesn't make sense? Is he not – is he detrimental well, to you, what your success? What, and what is that's it? the case – I feel that it's not even really Pat's fault because the reason that Pat gets cooked is because he has to compensate for Zach and DeMar's deficiencies on the defensive end while being tasked with generally the best player on the opposing team if they're a bigger forward um, or if they're a good wing. Uh, like It's his responsibility then. So he has to make up for uh, our one-way player's mistakes defensively, and then he's generally tasked with the toughest assignment, which also confuses me why he's not in at the end of games. Um, if you see your all in all best, like versatility guy who can actually shoot the three, why is he not playing excessive minutes, especially at this point of the season where your season's all but done. And Pat is one of the few guys that is going to be guaranteed to come back next season that you should be investing minutes and opportunity into. So I don't – I saw a tweet earlier that said Billy Donovan is the only one that's comfortable right now. <laughs> and, and as much as I don't know maybe that there is a better option, I hate when it comes to coaches and, like, front office decisions to sit here and pretend like I know what the answer there is when I've never spoken with any of these people. I've never played for any of these people. When it comes to players, obviously we can use our eyes and look at the stats and – you know, put those together and come up with conclusions. But when it comes to coaches and front office people, I'm not going to pretend to know what works. You know, the GM that got rings with LeBron isn't a great GM in my eyes. That was LeBron. Um, you know, so the, the, that kind of stuff, I don't like to pretend that I know. So to say firing Billy is the right answer, especially when Jerry refuses to pay the tax, but he's consistently paying bad coaches to go away. Um I'd, I'd like to see Billy stay, but Billy got a little bit of the rebuild, the back end of it, didn't really help with the evaluation of Lowry. Um, you know, so. Well, Billy's problem is that he's a fucking player's coach. Now, that's number one. So that that that's what they're trying to do, right? So, like, Booch and, like, DeMar, they want those guys to have – a good time here to be successful here. All of that, of course, because you want to be successful in general, but they want to draw in more. They, Billy kind of lets his players dictate what is going to happen. That's why he worked well with fucking Russ. You know, like, I mean, that you know, that's why when he first came in, that free-flowing offense and how Lonzo likes to push things and stuff like that and, and guys knowing how to play together and getting the right spots at the same time while it worked out for 35 games. But that, that's the thing. But where I'm mad at Billy this year, and I've been a – you know me. I've been a guy who stuck up for Billy a ton. Where I'm mad this year is I got guys in the locker room like Vooch throwing a, a complete doubt out there. You got guys like Zach kind of throwing shots out there on why things aren't working. Um, 
I see Billy not adapting to the new style of play. Yeah, because Dragic, who pretty much waved himself off the roster right. or joined the Milwaukee Bucks, and if Vooch, out the coach. If Vooch feels that way, I know Dragic did. I think that we've already touched on that on one of the episodes. I know, I know Dragic felt some sort of way. If Vooch feels that way too, there's other people in that locker room that feel the same way. And Drummond's we might not be in way. the trenches like Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley, but this is not working. They don't want – if Vooch comes back, unless they pay him an ass load of money, so I'd be what, shocked. What, what Vooch just did, and I don't know if Vooch realizes that he did this, is he probably cost himself a lot of money making that comment. It, because it's for sure. I mean uh, – What team is paying Nikola Vucevic – $20 million outside of the team that likely gave up two top 10 picks to acquire him. Right. Oh yeah. No, no, no one. And you know, what's so funny about that. I love that you say that. Cause I mean, that, that just, it fucking, it just downfalls and spitfires and more shit. The team that we traded with Vooch for, which I said, I would still do that trade because I like, I, I respect the swing and I'm not, I'm not taking that back. I'm not going to be one of those guys. I'm not taking that back. I, I said, I liked it at the time. I liked it. Um, I respect the swing. It didn't work. It hasn't worked. I, I still respect the swing. But how wild is it that Orlando Magic have 27 wins on the season and the Chicago Bulls have 29? That's it's sickening. The Bulls have a 35% chance of keeping their draft pick and only a 5% chance of making the postseason. And we're sitting here talking about continuity and trying to compete for a fucking play-in spot. Zero, that right there, I said to you. Zero in-season moves. Zero. What, what, I think it was four episodes ago, three or four episodes ago, I said to you, I'm not going to make a rash decision on Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley because I respected the swings that they took and they didn't account. It's very hard to account for Alonzo Ball injury. We don't know what they would look like with them anyway. Let's be honest here. After what we've seen this season. But where they have started to lose me, and, and I'm not talking about like I'm falling off the cliff yet, but I'm I'm on the edge. Where they've lost me is why the fuck are you putting on some charade of competing here? No, 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 no. I want IO. This is done. You have a 5% chance to win. I want IO starting again or Kobe white starting at point. I don't care. Get them both one of, the, one of the two. I want Patrick Williams and Dalen Terry getting fucking real minutes. I want Patrick Williams playing 35 to 40 minutes a game. And I, you know what, Vooch, you don't think we're going to make it. I'm shutting you down. I'm shutting you down. What the fuck is the point here? There's no point. You need to go and try to get that top four pick. You need to try to use that to your advantage. You need to try to steal that back from the team that you traded it to. That's what you have to do here. And I don't understand what they're not seeing. You have players in the locker room doubting everything. So I think that's probably what they're seeing. Um, I don't know if they'll they'll ever you know be held accountable or take accountability for the fact that they should have made moves at this fucking deadline, that there is no way you should be headed into the off season with Nikola Vucevic as an unrestricted free agent, disgruntled, talking shit, calling it quits while there's still 15 games left. Because if you're, you put it because if you're in that locker room, that 5% is still fucking something. As fans, we get to quit. We've, had to, watch to quit. We, yeah. we, we've had to watch the shit from the outside. We don't have physical control of what's going on and we still show up watch the shit you paid for the shit on sunday um it, we still show up Shout out Bert, baby and we still care so yeah. we, we are allowed to tap out with five percent left and hope for better lottery odds uh though i don't think it's gonna happen um on, 
fortunately, rather, for us, the way that this team plays, even when we're trying, is resulting in this. And if they've quit, letting the guys that have quit dictate the outcome of the season probably gives us better chances than letting the kids that care, that want to be in this that's league. A really good, that's a really good point. For this shit. No, that's a really good point. Let, because... let go out there and claim 10 threes because he doesn't give a shit anymore. But DeMar he's totally because himself. he can't hit him. Right. He's only hurting himself. Right. Yeah, no, that's a good point, man. Um, I still think that those guys are would be better than, you know, the young guys being in there. You know, I want to see the development. I just don't believe that that's the route that's going to happen. Yeah, right, right. Now I understand that. I, they're not going to go that route. They're going to keep doing the route that they're doing now. But I still, that makes me question them in general. What are you thinking? I mean, and, and Michael just put it in the comments here. Not allowed to. Jerry wants that fucking play-in money. Unfortunately, they're the 12th seed now. Last time we talked, they were the 11th seed with a little bit of promise going into a favorable was, weekend matchup, remember? Favorable weekend matchup, and you had Toronto and Washington playing each other back-to-back with the Wizards then playing Milwaukee. And we end up somehow further away. Than we were before. And it's just like, okay, man, you know, at this point it, it's done. I, like I was telling you before we came on watching them in person, talk, I was talking shit with Burke about it. Burke and I were, were, were watching the game and we're talking and, you know, we uh, got to see Drew Stevens at the game. He was there, got to hang out with him for a bit. And, and, you know, we're, we're sitting there talking about how they look in person and, and, and what this looks like. And I'm just like, God, man, I'm like, did, did they look a lot like Marco Simonovich in person? There's no fucking life out there, man. And when it comes down to the, like the crunch time and the nitty gritty, it's bullshit offense. It's bullshit offense, and and I can't I can't handle it. I I, I hate it. It, it. it does not become free flowing at that point. And to be a hundred percent honest with you, getting cooked by fucking Tyrese Halliburton burned my ass more than I could explain to you. I was just sitting there watching him do well, whatever he the wanted. Second time this year, he can do whatever I'm he sure wants. That is the second time this year too. Yeah, he could do whatever he wants on the basketball court. And he and he was fucking cooking, and it was unreal. Zach was doing well. I mean, at forty, you know, he he was doing all right offensively. Um, help defense wise, like I've told you a million times, he's fucking trash at it. Uh, they don't communicate. Pat Bev, when he first got here, everybody's talking about, oh, they're communicating, they're communicating. Didn't really look like it a ton on Sunday afternoon. Because he's probably quit already, too. He's like, what the fuck did I just sign up for? Yeah, dude. This is Like I said, um, between Vooch's comments, what we're doing right now, and, and the lack of direction, it, it, it's insane. Um, this team just needs to go the other way. I know we've said that a lot on the show this year, but it's just true. This team needs to go the other way. Um, I, there's not really much else to talk about when it comes to them. Look at the teams ahead of them. I don't see them catching. I don't see them catching the Raptors at 32 wins right now. I don't see them. I don't see them making up a good enough run, and the Raptors having a big enough fall to to for them to make up that ground. The tenth seed is still in play, but I think Indiana's better. I think Washington's better. I do. I think those teams are better. I don't. This is done. They're done. Done. They need to go the other way, and they need to do it quick. And I'm just dead ass serious about it. They they need to go the other way. They're not catching anybody. They're not. They're not beating any of these fucking teams in a series. Not one of them. Like it's, it's sad. It's Jerry sad. I hate to say money. it. Jerry wants his playing money, and these guys committed to continuity. But he ain't getting the there. Playoffs, and they committed to not making deals at the deadline. We knew that they were going to play it out. They are going to be tryhards to the very end. Um, 
and I guess um, you already kind of brought up the topic. You said that you're 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 hanging on the edge with the front office. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when we talked on the phone uh, yesterday, yeah, think of some questions, and the biggest one that came to mind was, does this front office really deserve a pass? Do they deserve a chance to fix? their their mistakes as a rookie front office as people new to the key decisions and being the final say as decision makers do they deserve the chance to fix this or is giving billy a secret extension after a 35 game window that you based all of it off of um is that egregious enough is uh their handling of patrick williams their number four overall pick um, his development in the way that that has transpired, um, is that egregious enough? Um, is there evaluation of the Pat pick in general that they were gifted? Because keep in mind, they walked into a team. Yeah, they walked had, into shit ass. No, they didn't walk into shit ass, Buzz. They walked into a team that had all their future first round picks. I meant, I meant the team with Boylan as the coach and with and with pieces for, that were not developed. Into together. intentional shit ass. Right. Of, of all the things that guard packs were shit at, the one thing that we're good at was making the playoffs as an eighth seed pretty fucking consistently and tickling Jerry's taint with that. So I, that that was extreme for even you. I'm trying to hold it back right now. I don't know why it got me like it did. Um. <laughs> So you just don't we, hear taint a lot, you know. We, like it's just something you don't hear all the time. We we made the playoffs with Garpacks. The issue was the complacency of being mediocre still while being in the first round of the playoffs. I don't know why the taint part got me, man. You don't hear that a lot. It fucked me up. Well, God damn it! Okay, don't, so to answer your question, I'm, I'm still crying. Ranting. I know I'm fucking crying. <laughs> so so they inherited a lot. They don't have that now. They gave it all away. And after they went, I'm going to use another foot. Balls deep in, yep. in on this team. <laughs> so many fucking terrible references right um, now. I have to mark this one as explicit. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's many you can mark as safe. <laughs> no, I mark all of them as fucking clean, and they're never clean, you know. Poor Brian, our video guy, has got to put a beer crack every time I say the F word, which I think we've counted. I've said it like 10 or 12 times in a 20-minute episode. That, that would be a fun drinking game. I, I, but ooh, I don't know that they deserve amazing. a pass. I guess as rookie front office, I don't know what their under-the-table contract with Jerry looks like. So I... I know they're not going anywhere, but I feel really hard to, like, just give them a pass. Colin, I want the time clock back at the Advocate Center. That's messed up. <laughs> Man, drinking the pickle juice, getting to 500 seems like eight years ago. I love these guys. Every every day, every game they're with us. I, I love you guys. Just want to throw that out there real quick. It's just it's awesome. So, um, so I don't know. Like you, I, I felt they deserved a pass, and they, they should get to fix their problem. And I guess at the very least, like Gar Packs, they should get two or three years of like being handcuffed and not being able to move real assets and just like trying to tank shit. Right. Uh, to hand it over to a new front office that gets the opportunity that they got a gifted tank in a basket. Um, not a taint, a tank, Buzz. Um, <laughs> um, they, they had a gifted tank in a basket, and this is what we got. This yeah. was their all-in view, 
and Lonzo Ball in his seven three-point attempts a game should not be the difference in a contending team, in a team that can't even make the fudge and play it. So I, where you're at with, like, do they deserve another chance? I don't know, but they're going to get one. We know that. Um, as far as, as why I'm going to tell you why I think they, they, they should get another chance is because I would be – I'd be doing everybody that listens to this a disservice, and I'd be lying to myself if I said that I didn't say that I respected the swing. Like you, you put us into basketball hell by doing that, and 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 how badly it's crashed and burned. But at the time, I was like, you know what, man, this might fucking work. And 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 but when you're already in hell, purgatory looks great. Yeah, that's very fucking true. I, I know, I know, and. I, that's where I have a hard moment, time distinguishing where we're at. I think with hindsight, you're allowed to go back because the only year that we kept our pick is going to be the only year that we made the first round of the playoffs and got embarrassed. Right. And right. we took Dalen Terry over Walker Kessler, who could be playing meaningful. For us right now. Probably, fuck, I mean, not starting, but, I mean, he would be a key rotation. Well, I mean, he might be starting next year. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because probably now we don't have shit. Right now, you probably don't have a center at all. Right. Uh, we can just run under the guard there. Oh, wait. Really we can hand over the keys to Marco finally because Vooch is going to walk. Well, he did have Drummond's 26 and 21 that option. night. He did. Did you see it? 26 and 21 the other night. His 21 rebounds are like Giannis's rebound that was just taken back from him. <laughs> that, that's what his rebounds look can like. Can we just talk about what a fucking dork he is for that? For a minute, I, I talk about something I positive. I have to say he's a genius. You got to take it away. He's so really that, the point that these that guys makes, are stat padding. That makes it all the better. He got to laugh at it. Yeah, Jordan it's not going to count as a padding. shot. They, it, it, it was comical. I, I think they should have given it to him. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, that that was fantastic. I, I, I just, I, when it comes to Acme, man, like I said, they're going to get another chance. I know this, they're so I'm not sure. I'm not preparing for them to be fired or anything like that, but they really need to win a lot of people over, and they're not doing it right now. The lack of moves over the last two deadlines, barely doing anything besides uh, signing Patrick Beverly, um, they have done nothing over the last two years to really improve this team. Uh, Because you have to throw the Dragic signing out the window, how minimal impact it was. Even Drummond, minimal impact. Yeah, we got a couple oops. We got some couple double-doubles. We haven't gotten shit else. Um it, it looks really bad for them. Uh, they put us in basketball hell. You have to let them work out of it, I think. Um, and, I, I mean, it's it's got to be a short leash. I'm talking you got to at least get assets of, of picks or something back. But I don't you have a lot of confidence with the picks the either because I don't like what they've picked so far. No. I the people that love Dale and Terry just love something different to love something different. They don't know what yeah, they I mean, they, they love the unknown. And they love right. that he's the Bulls rookie. That's- right. That's and it's the same with Patrick Williams. Well, if you look at this, and if he just keeps doing this, will you shut the fuck up? He's not doing it. He gets 30 minutes a game to do it. See, but Pat, unlike Dalen, I can at least see the physical intangibles. Like, holy shit, that dude's fucking huge. And the way that he can move for his size. Like, I can at least kind of see what they saw. But if you're saying that Halliburton popped and stands out this much in person um, to where they had him, you know, one-on-one in a gym, and they were like, you know what? Yeah, we don't need a point guard. They didn't have Lonzo at the time. Um, oh, yeah, Lowry Marketing, we can draft his replacement. Cool. That um, was my second time seeing Hallie, and he improved from the first time I saw him. Okay. 
I'm, I'm, I mean, again, Berkland would be a fucking perfect person to be sitting here right now because he saw Hallie last. That guy can do anything. He defends. He shoots. Court vision. Anything. He got rid of the Iowa State guys a little too soon. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't like Iowa State, but Hallie looked good, even with that broken jump shot. Here to Michael's question. I have a serious question. If Lonzo's done, very possibly never plays again, which is so sad. Uh, how do they even go out and get a real PG with zero? They don't. Um, now at this point, if that there a big determination becomes this offseason on if Lonzo Ball could play basketball, because if the Bulls can file uh, very similar to what Portland had done with Brandon Roy for that year, if you remember, where they got that cap space back because he was deemed done. Um, still in all, I mean, you're losing Vooch, you, you know, you have contracts. I don't know what the fuck they do. I don't know if there's a sign and trade for DeMar DeRozan that'll bring you back a point guard that might be able to do something. It's most likely going to be a so vet. You're not going to get one that's young. Um, are you allowed to do an extension and then trade somebody? I don't know if you are you Vooch? for DeMar. DeMar still got a full year guaranteed next year left. I think that whoever he was going to be traded to would have to commit to him. I think that would have to be some of those conversations. Unless he is the expiring. Yeah, right. But they might not want to pay him. That's the thing. Well, yeah, you might want him just for a year to see what happens, right? Exactly, just want that year. Well, I mean, hey, he's going to have to accept that. He's going to be 34 at the end of next season. You know? I mean, because that's the situation for the Bulls with Demars. You can't go into negotiations with this guy because you're going to lose. Right, right, like he has outplayed that contract. You owe that man money. Uh, if you don't trade him, you're losing that talk. Well, I mean, but to Michael's point, you're kind of fucked. I know we're screwed. We are. If Lonzo's not. You're fucked, fucked. But hey, that might not be a bad thing because you do have that 24 first round pick. Because you think, thank God, we can't trade fucking multiple picks back to back. At least we got that one. I, I hate the Stepien rule when it comes to. Playing with the trade machine. Yeah, that is very. I'm loving odd. it right now. I'm loving yeah. it right now. Yeah, I. Hey, I, beggars can't be choosers, right? Give me the fucking pick. I don't care how we're getting it. Just give me the fucking pick at 24 because we're gonna need it. Um, your guys' thought. This is from Colin. Your guys' thoughts on Kobe and Io. I say obviously keep Io, but I really want Kobe for at least two more seasons. Listen, I think if it's gonna come down to it, the way that Billy has spoke about Kobe White, the way that Casey Johnson, who I know is very close within the organization, has spoke on Kobe White, I'd be damn shocked if it's Kobe if it's Io to sumo over Kobe White right now. I'm telling you the truth. I don't want to see Io go because I have that connect. I love Illinois. I, I didn't go to college, but I love Illinois. Um, I, I've watched Io play since he was at Morgan Park, and, and which is really cool because like. You know, I'm getting to that age now where I'm watching these guys, you know, go play in high school and come up and play and, and make it to the league. You know, and it's really cool, especially the local guys like this. But if you were to ask me, even me, and you guys know I'm an IO stan, Kobe has shown improvements in his defense and his ball handling, the lack of turnovers he's had this year. And I know somewhere down in there he could put it all together. He's a lottery pick for a reason. And when he first came out, everybody was on that knob because that kid could score like none other. That's still in there somewhere. If you're talking high ceiling, high floor to me, I, it's Kobe. <laughs> if you want to win, it, 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 he is the better player. I, I he has the higher ceiling. I think if you're going into a rebuild and you don't have a pick this year, unless it's in the top four and you're getting like a Scoot Henderson, um, which – Kid is built yeah, like a linebacker. Fucking, don't fucking play with me, dude. I would love Scoot Henderson. <laughs> um, 
He he's a fucking dog, dude. Like so, I don't know how good he's gonna. I think he's gonna be good, good. But, but I I don't know. It's so it's so very odd how it, 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 it's Wemby, Scoot, everybody else. You know, just very yeah. Odd. yeah that's a, that's a lot of pressure. The number two pick usually is a little tricky. Yeah, it is. It really um, is. But I think if you don't have a draft pick this year, unless you're getting uh, a point guard better than both Kobe and Io back in a trade, for, you know, sign and trade for Vooch, uh, draft night trade for Demar, you know, like or Zach even. Like if you're not getting a better point guard than them back, you're you're losing those guys. You should trade Demar, which should in theory hopefully create some cap space uh, one way or another. Uh, to, to retain both of them because you're going to need young guys with potential to continue to build around. And I actually think Kobe and I will play well together. They do play well together. What, did I read that wrong? Uh, okay. No, he just, but he, he wants both as well. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought I was asked to choose. Um, that's how well, I took it. I mean, and Shy sports has a good point. Bev took uh, Io's job without, really even a tryout. Right. Um, so that kind of tells you where they're at with Io. Right. And I think that Io is just as, I mean, yeah, Pat Bev is a deep, he is better defensively so, because he's been around for so long. He's more communicative, but I think that Io is a better player. Yeah. No, at this point in time, I think Io is a better player as well. Do you think that the front office is on some shady BS right now though? Is Pat not getting minutes because they know the season is over and he's going to be in extension talks this off season. It's a lot easier to lowball him into something team friendly. Uh, there's 16, uh, there's with 16 games left. But that's still quarter, you know. You need to give me, you give me 30 points a fucking game if you want any sort of money. I'm serious. Are you talking about Pat, Pat Williams? Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about Pat. I'm talking about Io. I'm saying, do you think the front office is potentially angling off-season-wise, oh, knowing that this oh, season that is makes sense for Io more than oh, Pat, right. I think. Um, that makes sense for more than Taking Io. money out of Io's pocket, um, not getting playing time. Kind of change the perception that once was. Um, I don't want to say that about value. this front office. I, I, I don't. I, I, I think but that they're Pat trying to aren't playing and the season's over and you're not winning. So what, what else would be a valid explanation for that? You're not playing guys that are better than them. We just touched on the fact that Pat Bev might be a better communicator. Uh, but in both instances here, we felt that uh, Pat Williams probably should have been in the game over Pat Bev in certain instances. Oh, 100%. Um, and Io should be probably playing at this point of the season with where you're at over Pat Bev, but right. yeah. but you paid that guy to come here and make a playoff push, so now you can't tell him that he can't play. I think the sample size is big enough in Io's second contract. I, I assume it's going to be probably a two- to three-year deal. I don't think it'll be any more than that. There's going to be either be there's going to be a team option on the end of it again. I, I'm pretty sure that's what he's going to get, um, unless it's fully like guaranteed two-, three-year deal. I, I, I still I think have a hard it has time. to be, if he's a restricted free agent, I do believe it has to be guaranteed for at least two years. Yeah, so two years with a, a team option on the ass end. Um, you know, again, he is a second round pick, so I don't, you know, I don't see it being anything more than that. Um, we have a, uh, we have a question for Berkland too. We got a lot of questions rolling. Thanks guys. Uh, buzz take away Beverly and Crusoe in the off season. Who is our best defender? Well, people are going to tell you that it is, uh, Patrick Williams. Um, <laughs> I, I guess. Galen Terry. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's. Dude, I, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but that, it's asking, like, who's the tallest Oompa Loompa? You know, like, it's not really fucking great. Like, it's not a great situation. So, 
they have a lot of work to do. I mean, this team has a lot of work to do to try to, you know, to rebound from where they're at. Ah, well, I don't know what they're going to do. You went all in on a team that isn't even going to make the play in. So it's it, so it, fucked up. It really doesn't get worse than this. Um, and it really does like You only get your pick in the top four. You tried as hard as you could, and you didn't even make the play-in, which is like that little trophy that everybody got as a child, the sympathy sports. Here you go. Uh, you were close, so we'll give you an extra chance. Uh, oh, you still only played one extra game. Have a, have a good offseason. <laughs> um, like, you missed the play-in. We're not talking about playoffs. We're talking about play-in. Right. And that's just a letdown, no matter what, because it's not even the guaranteed playoffs. And that's where we set, That's where you set the bar as a fan in the offseason. Was like just the playing, man. Like, cool. Not even that. Not even that. That that was my. That was where I had set them. So, like you said, seven seed for me, and uh, it, it it doesn't doesn't look it doesn't look even good for that. Like you said, um, Chai Sports fan and Colin going at it. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with Colin. I think they deserve a shot. I'm, not, I'm sorry, I do. I think they deserve a shot to fix it because I respect the swing. So um, I know you kind of feel similarly to that. I mean, and what else are you going to do? We know that they're not going to We gonna know they're going to get the opportunity um, because at this point they at least need to sit through their mess, whether they can clean it up or not. There's no one that's going to see this as a desirable job with the lack of assets. Maybe they'd see it as fun to maybe trade Zach DeMar and Vooch and do all of that. Um, but – for the most part, no, they're at least going to have to sit through the, the hell that they created. Um, and hopefully uh, that results in them making some decent moves this offseason. Though, as we touched on, Vooch has kind of tanked his value, at least in terms of like... Dude, him just coming out and being like, fuck it. Like, it's whatever. Yeah, he pretty much just told every team out there, like, yeah, come get me. It's done here. Um, DeMar has a lot of value to your team because your team sucks. There's not a lot of teams <laughs> where DeMar ball fits because a lot of teams are going to feel the way that Zach does. Well, I don't care how efficient you are at the twos. They're still fucking twos. Um, so I think pop did it best with DeMar um, to try to maximize his potential in playing the point guard position. Um, yeah, I mean, make he did the Dan Tony which was kind of funny. There's a interview with D'Antoni out there that was like, yeah, I know Harden ball fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. D'Antoni was talking about the ISO ball. Yep. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it sucked, but when James Harden's scoring 0.2 more points per possession than the rest of the league, I'm going to give the ball to James Harden. I mean, with, with how many switches there are today on the defensive end, I'm telling you what, I know this sounds crazy, but this is how I'd, I I would have DeMar at my point, Zach running two, of course, positionless basketball. Uh, I'd have, you know, Kobe, Zach, or whatever. Zach and Kobe can be interchangeable, two and three, whatever. And then I'd have Pat and Vooch in there. That's how I'd run that. I know it sounds weird, but I need more three-point shooting, that's, and I'm confident Kobe can try to give me some. Quarter. That's what we get every fourth quarter. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but not as much lately with Pat Bev here. Neither neither way has worked this year. Uh, you know what's funny? I mean, like, I'm, like that's going to make a difference. We're still going to suck ass. It just yeah. might look better. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much else on the Bulls, but there's a couple NBA things I want to get to, and we, we have to talk about the John Morant stuff. Um, the league is better when John Morant plays. What do you think happens with this? 
because he is now being investigated by a Colorado Denver, Colorado police department because of this gun incident that he's had. Um, we've literally watched this young man in the span of two months, tear down everything that it's taken him a couple years to build one of the most popular players in the NBA, one of the best players in the NBA. Um, you have a bunch of vets coming out and talking about him. What's going on in Memphis? You know, Steven Adams tries to talk to him. He goes out to a nightclub after, I mean, this is, you think it's a real problem or you think they can reel him back in? I think because his track record is otherwise clean, other than this self-snitching that he did on himself on a video, which just blows my mind. Like, you can go do dumb and fun things. You're a millionaire. Every single millionaire out there has got their dumb, fun niche. Different levels of dumb, obviously. But it does not get dumber than telling on yourself. Yeah, um, dude. It's like you and, dumb motherfucker. Like, and, and that tells me all that I need to know uh, in regards to that job really isn't about that because you would know that you don't you just don't you don't do that. Um so he's definitely kind of lost uh and confused and obviously got kind of mixed up in the, the wrong situations. Um, and obviously the people he was with don't care if they're on camera because nobody really knows who they are by name. They're not John Moran. Um, so I think it's unfortunate that that's how that played out for him because I don't think that that's... I, I just hope he learns is. from it. I hope he learns from it, and I hope he comes back better. I, report, I, I really enjoy watching that. The report that, that you alluded ball. to with Stephen Adams literally the night of prior to kind of addressing it to the team in a players-only meeting that like, hey... When we're on the road, there is a certain way that we kind of have to move to make sure that we stay out of trouble. Right. Um, and we also have to relock in on this season. We haven't been a good road team. Um, and players felt that he was calling out Ja, but Ja still went out. And unfortunately, I probably fueled by the comments of Stephen Adams out having a good time. I was like, oh, fuck you, Stephen Adams. I'm having a good time. And here we are. Right. Yeah, it's so, it's so wild, like this little downfall that he's had this year. Uh, again, I all I could say is that I hope he pulls it together because I really enjoy watching him play basketball. I feel like him and Anthony Edwards are the next stars of this league. Um, and everybody makes mistakes. I, I want everybody to, to know that. I've made them. I'm sure you've made them. Everybody makes mistakes. So hopefully he can learn from it and, and come so, back. And, and but, with as clean as his track record is, I hope this is just a minor blemish. Um, hopefully the investigation isn't too deep. Um Obviously, the evidence is right there. What they want to do with it is kind of up to them. Oh, it's their discretion at this point. Um, but in terms of the NBA, I'm, I really hope that it's just this two games and not this 50 games. Obviously, you don't really know what you can believe fully when you're scrolling through Twitter. Yeah. I saw something as much as 50 games. And... Well, I saw the same thing. Uh, I mean, again, if th this police report out of Denver is a big deal. Like, so if, if there's something that comes of that, because the NBA had, had held their own investigation with the whole fucking thing in Indiana. Now this happens. Now you have a police department involved again. I mean, it's, that's literally the second time in the span of three weeks. It's a big deal and it's upsetting. So hopefully, like I said, man, I, I really like what Colin just said. I, I go out of my way to watch John Rant, Anthony Edwards. I, I go out of my way to watch those guys. Um, I go out of my way to watch Sacramento basketball, which is funny. Now I go out of my way when Zion is healthy in new Orleans to watch him and Ingram go to work. 
there's some players that I go out of my way for to watch. He's one of them, and I just hope he pulls his shit together. Um, I didn't mean to get back into Bulls stuff, but there is something that they, again, Chai Sports fan and, and Colin having great conversation here. Everybody is, actually. But uh, talking about Caruso, bring up Caruso. Um, I trade Alex Caruso this offseason because he holds value. Winning teams want them, and I, I'm going to have to steal Chai Sports fans' words here. I, I had the same thoughts that he did, but he is a asset. Chai Sports fan called him a luxury, which same basically same thing here. Uh, for a winning team. And I feel like if that winning team has either a, a first round pick I can get for him or has a younger talent that is trying to crack that rotation that has some promise, I'm willing to move Alex Caruso for him. That does not mean I do not like Alex Caruso. I love Alex Caruso. Um, I think he's great, but um, in his role, obviously, but I am totally fine moving on from anybody that holds any value on this team because I don't believe in it. So that's I mean, we, we would have traded Alex Caruso at the deadline. Um, we, we'd be watching James. I'm, I'm, so basketball probably. I'm, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Don't ever. If this is comparing here, Kirk Heinrich to Alex Caruso, I'm going to, I'm fucking dead. I'm dead right now. Heinrich would ball so hard. That dude wouldn't know what to do. Just letting everybody know right now. Caruso wouldn't stand a chance against Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk was ahead of his time. Just say that right now. Go on. I'm sorry about that. You, you really just stopped the show to to Captain Kirk. I don't feel bad about it. You don't feel bad? I don't, I don't feel, no, I don't. You probably wear that jersey to bed every night. I wore it yesterday a game. Of course you did. And you know what, dude? I'm, I'm kind of like, between you and I and everybody watching and listening to this, you know, there's a lot of people listen to this, according to our anchor. Um, I am too fat for that that Heinrich jersey, but I don't give a fuck. I still wore it. I I had a mini brewery going on yesterday. If I didn't suck in, I'm telling you now, <laughs> I'm being honest with you. But guess what? I, I'm aware. I, obviously, you were at the game yesterday, but I just have this image of you by your smoker, Miller Light in the hand, yeah. beer gut just hanging out of the bottom of the Kurt <laughs> jersey, <laughs> just, in, just in full pure. Alpha male form. Just it's called the Buzz Glory is what I like to call the it. The Buzz Glory? Okay. Yeah. I mean, if someone snaps a picture of that, they could sell it for a lot of money. Fair kind enough. Catching so, me in my so natural habitat is, with my with That's my not what filled Jamie's Jamie's page so long, is it? Is it is that is that it? Is it the buzz? The buzz glory? Yeah, it's a buzz glory. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, you see me standing out there, Miller Light in hand, you know, sunglasses on, hat backwards, always. And my little tummy hanging out there because I had to switch to a medium shirt now. You say head on backwards always as your hat's on forwards. Well, right now. That's because I have my headphones on. Inside, inside, hat forwards, outside, hat backwards. It's proper. I don't take my hat off the dinner table. Only pussies do that. I'm sorry. Go on about your thought. Honestly, my thought is so far gone at this point. We (laughs) kind of moved on to buzz glory. Um, it's okay, man. It's a, I mean, to wrap up the job point, I, I just hope he's back. Yeah. Uh, I hope that it's a, a teachable moment for him and that it's not something that we're revisiting and it doesn't become a thing because it shouldn't have to. Um, this um, should hopefully be a firm slap on the wrist. That's yeah, for sure. Not like just firm enough to make sure it doesn't happen again. I really hope he doesn't like miss the rest. Of- I want to see Memphis at full strength in these playoffs. I don't want to see him miss that time. So I, I really hope this gets figured out and, and we find out what it is quickly. 
Um, I think the whole reason he's away from the team is because his team's probably pissed off at him, especially after that fucking oh, and you know, the, that shit came out. You know, it was Caruso then before you got all Kirk happy. Oh yeah, it was Caruso. Yes, I am totally fine of trading Caruso. You? Yeah, that should happen. Yeah, I, as, I as much as Caruso is a vocal leader, if there's still the value that was reported to be out there for him at this deadline in the offseason, you make that move. Right, right, right. I agree with that. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really have much else. We have 16 games after the next game is played, which will be Wednesday night. We have 16 games left. Um, you know, all right, just go the other way. Yeah, we got the Nuggets. Nuggets are very good. <laughs> so you are officially rooting for losses. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I have been. I mean, and, and you know what, dude? Shout out to Drew Stevens. And I'm I'm telling the truth, man. I'm not gonna lie to everybody. If I don't see the if I don't see the fucking way we're gonna win, I'm serious. Like even I, I'll take a deep run. Even I'll I'll even go there. And you know that's me, kind of pulling back because I want a championship bad. But if I can make a deep playoff run, I'd be into it. They can't do it. So why am I cheering for wins? 35% to keep my fucking pick, 5% to get into the playoffs. If anybody wants to take that 5%, go play the lotto if you fucking if they if they pull it off cuz you're going to win it. Lord knows I oh, will. Man. Pat Bev's here. My god. Pat Bev is here. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. But yeah, I I'm I'm on the just just fucking develop and if you lose you lose. I don't care about great losses. I don't care about anything that L is an L. Try to get that pick. That's where I'm at. So I don't actually I, I don't actually have much else. And that was 45 minutes of just fucking fun. So I want to think like that was fun not doing a post game. That was fun just talking shit. So you have anything else before we get out of here? Any other topics you want to bring up? No, I don't think there's any more topics to touch on. We hit on the the Jai aspect of things right now, uh, which is a lot more uh, talkable than the, <laughs> the Bulls situation because we've been having this conversation since the deadline when they didn't make moves. Right. Um, obviously, we, we had a little had a little two-game uh, shot of hope uh, when Pat Pepper arrived, right, right. and that has quickly disappeared. So, uh, no, it was definitely nice to just talk some bull and, and not have to be, like, in that depressed, just lost the game in horrible fashion. Uh, I have to turn on the mic mode. It was nice to kind of give it a day to breathe and just accept it. Like, it – it's been over for a while after yesterday's game. It kind of just feels officially over, which sometimes can be a good thing. And as soon as a player says it, you already know the writing's on the fucking wall. And, and that's where I'm at with it. So I agree with everything you just said. Everybody that joined us tonight, thank you. I know this is kind of like unannounced. We just kind of did it. We knew we were doing it, but I was too lazy to tweet it during the day. Um, but thank you for hopping in here. Fucking awesome. When you guys throw in the, you know, in the comment section again, if anybody ever wants to hop on here, just find me on Twitter, shoot me a DM me and Goo, like at this point, let's just talk shit for the rest of the season and have fun with it. Maybe that's our way of paying you guys back to actually give us listens and fucking come in here and interact with us. Like just come on here, fuck around and, and, and talk ball with us. I think that'd be really fun. So uh, be sure to go on tap sports.com for all Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs, following us on Twitter um, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review because it's cool and tough. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel on Tap Sports that YouTube. You guys finally pushed us over 600 subscribers, and that's really cool. Um, so thank you again for that because that's just awesome. We'll be back Wednesday because we're going to do the post game. We'll be back Wednesday after the Bulls take on the Denver Nuggets in Denver at 8 o'clock. God damn it, 8 o'clock. 
Let's go. Woo-hoo, eight o'clock. Yeah, I know you're.